Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Golden Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Lons, and I'm joined by my co-host, Shy. Hi, Shy. I'll be there for you, Shmoobaloos. And I'm uh, using that as my intro because, despite it being the name of this week's uh, schooled episode, we did not get the song. So I have prepared a special treat that people will have already heard by the time this is edited, which is the MIDI song introing the episode this week is I'll Be There For You. Oh, wow. I was actually, I think this is the first time I actually guessed what you were going to like open with. And I was like, uh, I bet you he's going to open with I'll Be There For You. And I won myself. Well, my I, al- I almost said, hold on for one more day, Shmoopaloos, because they <laughs> used hold on. But when we get into school, I have... I have a lot of notes just on the song choices. <laughs> okay. Wow. I love it. Okay. So let's. How are you, Lons? I'm good. I'm like, I'm chilling. It's a beautiful day out in LA. Can't complain, really. Uh, we had another excellent episode of the Goldbergs. Again, nothing to complain about. So I say life is kicking right now in fall. And what a time to be alive, I say. I agree. Fall a day is upon us. Holiday season is upon us. For those who don't know, we are in holiday season where we celebrate and cherish the fall holidays. So, and really, just fall TV in general is such a Kickstarter for the holiday season because all of the shows are coming back. Fall is falling. I mean, the air is crisp. There's really nothing you could complain about during this time, I say. It's a good time. It's a good time, and it is a great time to be inside watching television. (laughs) Totally. Obviously. Which is uh, what we do as Skrull Nerds. We have two episodes uh, to talk about today. First with the the Goldbergs. Dana is back. Uh, Adam's first love, Dana Caldwell. Caldwell. Ugh is back in our lives and in Adams and on school uh, coach Schmeller is trying to find his lobster with the help of Laney. So shy let's, let's start with the Goldbergs. Dana's back. I know you had some thoughts about this. What do you think? Okay. So first of all, Dana's back and I think, look, Jackie Geary, I know not end game in real life, but Let's just a moment to appreciate the great Jackie Geary as, you know, my favorite real life human Goldberg person that I've met along with some of the others. But but she's the she's amazing. So I'm not knocking Jackie, the character, but we know Adam doesn't end up with Jackie because we know they become great friends. And so Dana coming back left me with some anticipation that, oh, well, maybe, you know, I like I guess he's going to meet his wife in the in the nineties, but maybe they're going to kick Adam back up with a, a romance. You know, he's had a girlfriend for a couple of years. He had these years where he was on top with Barry. And then even if I wanted that to happen when Dana reappeared, yeah, I really feel like the chemistry was gone, like from the characters, but also the actress whose name, uh, Natalie Allen Lind, who has yes. been on other TV shows. She was on like that X-Men type show or something like that. Like I feel that she had, she came back almost like way, way too grown up. Like she was always pretty, but she came back as like, 
you know, like a supermodel in their class. And I, it, you know, it, it just seems somewhat incongruous, but I felt like that, that Sean slash Adam at this point in his life would end up with her, mm-hmm. especially with all the seniors hanging around her. But I, I also feel Which like. Which was always a, an issue with their relationship. I think when he gave her the Green Lantern ring the first time around, um, I think that was like the Cowboys Cowboys um, episode in season two. She was a was still in middle school, and they had they had senior not seniors, but like upperclassmen in high school already, like kind of surrounding her. Which so it's kind of like you know we're back to square one. I'd say like it's it's treading old water in the terms of like. Oh, she's quote unquote out of his league, but you but, know. But, but unlike unlike the previous time, I don't like. I wasn't even pulling for him to get her, and I think the show did well with that because it made no like you didn't feel good for him, right? He mm-hmm. was he was climbing the he was climbing the the trellis and being kind of ridiculous, and yeah. But, but also just like they they hadn't seen each other for a long time. Right, she had another boyfriend. He had had a girlfriend. It wasn't. It wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't feeling the relationship. But I'm. I'm also feeling even odd about them being friends. So my <laughs> question is, my like my question because he made such a fool of himself, and and she was pretty, you know, rough on him. Along she was, with but she all, was straight from the beginning. She was. She has been gone a while. Everyone's changed. Uh, and she's looking for a friend. She was straight up with him from the beginning, and he didn't listen. That's that's fair. He really did have to listen to her, and that's what those other guys were tough on him. <laughs> All the guys who were dressed like the characters from Magnum, which was amazing. I know. <laughs> we're, we're, who were each introduced as a character from Magnum, which was amazing. Uh, I, I And I especially like Johnny Atkins as Higgins, like the fuss budget Higgins. That was... It's great because it could have been obvious Johnny Johnny Atkins is Magnum, but no, they they made him Higgins. So here's my question. This is my sort of how is this serving the story? Is this serving the story because it's telling us Adam has had a couple of years in a relationship and now he's going to be on his own and that Adam is going to get through to the end of high school essentially without a romantic angle because we know he meets his wife in the 90s and he doesn't need to find his cool just by being in a relationship, right? Right. Is that where we're going with this? Because I don't get the sense that Dana Caldwell is now going to be a regular best friend type character the way I buy Emmy Mursky, for example, who totally. reappeared, which, you know, I love Stephanie Catherine Grant or Stephanie Cat Grant, however she says her name. She's awesome. It was great to see her back in the show. Yes. Agreed. And I, I don't... want to see real Emmy Mursky back as her mother. Because <laughs> she's um... awesome. To me, it didn't seem like she was going to be in a lot of episodes. Not uh, Dana, that is. Yeah, it's like she kind of dipped in while she gets ready for another show. Like they could fit the Goldbergs into her schedule. Right, right. Although I'm sure she has affection for the show. It's not, you know... um, so, so then, I for me then, where it has to serve the story or where it makes sense to serve the story is that this is Adam's journey... And the a transition, like to me, everything about this episode was a transition episode. It was a, 
the vacation episode was like giving us what we always wanted, but it wasn't the same thing as transitioning us into the themes of the season, the way this one really is brought us to where we're going to be. Uh, yes. So from what I can tell from episode two, Adam's main theme is adjusting to upper class in life and what that looks like for him. Um, and his friends growing up, I think, you know, again, it's always about Adam growing up, um, in different phases, you know, with Jackie 2.0 last year and like trying to mature with her maturity. Um, the year before that, you know, having a more mature relationship with date with, uh, Jackie 1.0, you know, every year it's like, he's trying to, it's a different type of element of him maturing. And this year it seems more focused on school itself and, you know, what, what does him being an upperclassman finally after his brother and sister tortured him for years looks like, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see more school themed episodes. Uh, yeah. Cause they they have a great, such a great ensemble class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, with uh, Kenny Ridwan as Dave Kim and the fact that they brought Carla back. As his adult girlfriend. <laughs> it's perfect. I, I, as much as I love Johnny A and Carla together, I love Dave Kim and Carla way more together. I oh, think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. To me, to me, Johnny Atkins and Carla was a relationship of convenience of two great characters that, that was fun to pair up. But once you see Darla, there's no going back. Yeah, Darla's it, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they were in so quick, and then they were out, but they left such an impression about, um, you know, her being an adult and back in high school and, like, no one batting an eye. <laughs> like and Adam how, and how slightly wrong it was, which yeah. is also amazing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, you know, Dave, Kim, Emmy, they both have significant others Adam I think more than just the fact that Dana was his previous girlfriend I think he just wanted to be paired up for the to say that he's paired up not that he actually when I'm saying is it could have been any girl which by the way I I don't know about you but like I remember that pressure like everyone has a girlfriend oh this is someone I have a connection with I guess I'll try to go out with them and it's just awkward and you're better off as friends. And like, it just, it just makes it weird. And, and I think that that was a very real thing. Mm -hmm. And, and they didn't, and they didn't make you think at any moment it was going to work, which was good on their part. Like once he shows up with laser tag and Peter Gabriel and you you knew it was a disaster. Right. Yeah. And, as the audience, I don't think, you know, we we want that. I don't know about everyone else, but I know you and I are comfortable saying they can be friends, which, I, I don't know. I think the time for Dana is past. I was going into the episode excited because I, I loved his relationship with Dana. Um, 
and then I realized kind of what Adam realized at the end was that what they had was a moment and that moment passed and it's time to move on. And so if we don't see Dana for a while again, I'm fine with that. I don't know. It just, it felt too awkward. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that, I think that I, it, I hope that, like I said, I don't even think they would really stay close friends. Like it's nice that she wanted him as a friend, but also I don't know if it's realistic. I think she wanted him as a friend because he was the guy that she knew the best and could rely on. But it's, it, it's not like it's not like they really are necessarily going to stay fr- you know they wouldn't I just again it's awkward and you're right I Dana doesn't strike me as someone that's going to hang out with Adam and his crew they, we already established that they, they don't ha- they don't have anything in common anymore um, right. Adam the comics and action, action figures and movies and I think Dana is not into those things. I think Dana is like a cheerleader type and dance and, you know, wanting to go to the mall or wanting to party and go out, you know? Uh, so, like, yeah. It's a lot, a lot of judgment from you over there about Dana. I'm not saying that. That's not <laughs> a bad thing. I think she's just in a different she social is, group. E- even the way she like dresses, she's more adult than yes, the rest yes. of the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally get that. I don't know what she was doing over in. Was she in uh, Seattle? She was in Seattle. Remember, her grandmother died, and her loss yeah. was Adam's gain, which I thought was probably the funniest line of the episode. <laughs> I lo- Sean Sean was so good in this episode. I really enjoyed that. Yes, that. Can we just talk about Sean and and his growth as an actor throughout this series yeah, and being able to, to hold down the fort, so to speak, you know, in the school without Barry, without Erica, without his mom. Did he even share any scenes with Beverly besides Uh, the one about with, with, besides the one of, you know, him going into the living room, she's going in the living room. I think they only shared that one scene. Um, that's a lot of it. The, the whole thing was him and Dana, him and that school. Uh, and he was, you know, he held his own, I'd say. And Look, so, like, it, the it, growth of being relying on other actors to him, you know, being a force on his own, like, kudos to Sean. And and it's evident when you see it in an episode like this where they show all the flashbacks of him and Dana, how much mm-hmm. he's grown up. And mm-hmm. how sometimes kids start cute. And by the time they're this age, you never want to see them on stage like on television again and i enjoy him a lot as an older kid i think he's doing great i do too i I love his i love his transition and like his banter with his friends and and even him doing the awkward stuff with dana it was a physical comedy i think it was really funny so yeah yeah good for good for good for sean always proud of him always excited to see him He's a Shines mensch. bright like a diamond. <laughs> he is a mensch. Uh, what, so yeah. What'd you think of so? So in terms of continuity here, yeah. Well, well, you know, one of our biggest themes of last year was the Murray Lucian. Totally. And I feel like what Murray pulled this season at the beginning could not have been pulled without 
everything the, that Murray we Lucian. went through. Yeah. Him admitting, <laughs> first of all, Jeff Garland, like give uh, the man an Emmy just for the scene talented. where where he mutters, where he <laughs> mutters, I'm going to miss them. <laughs> but that yeah. moment what? when he says, I spent their whole childhood sitting on the chair watching TV and now I'm really going to miss them. That was that like hurt. a knife in my heart. Yeah, that hurt. That was a real gut punch for sure. And for him to be able to swing from his muttering to uh, such a line, such an emotional line like that within a span of, you know, a few seconds, that's, I mean, to feel that emotional weight in that line, I, I, it, was, it was deep. Um, Absolutely, teared, and teared up a little bit. Oh yeah, my wife and I looked at each other like, "Better <laughs> spend more time with the kids." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like putting my phone down right now. <laughs> um, you're right. It would not have been possible without everything that he went through last year. Everything that he went through with Erica, I think him and Erica had sort of the same trajectory in terms of what are they wanting to get out of life at their current stage. Now they're not at the current stage um, as each other, but I think they are both kind of searching for what are they wanting to get out of life at where they're at right now. And we've we've both seen them come out the other side. You know, Erica is a more positive confidence in her relationship with, with Jeff now, Um, you know, not as rude. And I think, we both knew that she was it was her insecurity about not being in college and not having a job and feeling lost in life last year that maybe she took it out on Jeff um but you know this year she's in school and you know she's committed to making it work you saw her wanting to focus on studying this year right Um, right she said I'm not screwing up college I'm gonna go study (laughs) yeah so and and I, I think we didn't get to see more, like enough of the reaction for Barry and Erica living together, but even in the brief, you know, uh, reaction shot that we got, Erica reacted way better than I thought she would have, um, and that also shows maybe her maturity that you know, hey, I, I can, I, you know, I'm here to, I'm here for school, I'm, I'm committed to making this work. You know, I I want that college experience. If it means living with my brother, so be it. I'm gonna take my cards as at face value and move forward with it. You know, and I don't think, like with Murray Lucian, I don't think Erica could have handled that last year. A- I think she would have thrown a huge fit if she had a room with Barry. And of course, we're gonna see a lot of struggle with that. But initial reactions, I was actually really proud. Um, of Erica and how she, you know, took it. We've always you know. believed in Erica. Totally. And and kudos to Haley, right? Because Haley's mm-hmm. got to make you believe that she is this mature person and not play a caricature of Erica the way Erica was for almost two seasons. Yes. It was mm-hmm. almost like two seasons of the Erica after Drew Kremp dumped her. Yes. And Edge of 17. Or Edge of, was it no, Edge of Seventeen is a movie. I think it was Edge of Darkness was that episode when oh, she yeah. <laughs> dumped her, and she was so miserable. 
but you're right and look at her now like wanting to study um and, and i'm so here's the thing i hope then this is they you know everything is a few steps towards a couple steps back but i hope that they they keep us on this trajectory because it feels earned that got it us does. to this point and yeah, and Two I'm, years in the making, so it, it does feel earned for her. And you're right. We're going to see struggles. Her and Bear are going to fight constantly. We saw in the tag at the end of the episode, uh, you know, Barry, Barry trying oh, his hardest to annoy amazing. them. To, it was yeah, amazing. Yeah, to annoy her. Yeah. I rewatched uh, <laughs> the gut punch multiple times. I just had to watch Erica. In fact, perhaps a, a gif needs to be made of this. because Perhaps. Erica punching Barry was so amazing. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so but those that two they got they've you know, also from where we started, you know, season one, season two, Erica just always putting Barry down to them teaming up and putting Adam down to now them just teaming up. And and I, and I wanna see that. I want to I, see the Barry Erica legit team up. Correct. Because if you think about some of the best moments of the show, the oh. Tasty Boys episode, mm. when she comes in and performs with her brothers, which is you know sort of out of left field in that episode, but it's this hint that they really are always going to be close. And I want to see I want to see that dynamic. Also, I want to see those two together. I think for a while their stories have been sort of directed in different directions. Yeah, and I want to see the core cast do something together, like do something that in depth together. Yeah, um, and you know they're sharing a tiny room, so I'm sure we're going to see a lot of them uh, together, physically in in that small small dorm room. So now, if we didn't yeah. see them, if we didn't see them in that room, how much would you have enjoyed if Barry actually got to live with Gary and Larry never moved in? Cause that was one of the best things I've also ever seen. Um, I think they're meant to be, I think they are friend soulmates and I hope we see more of that. You know, just because you don't room with someone you have an interest in doesn't mean you're not friend soulmates. And, so, and there, and there's no way Larry's fresh rhymes are as good as Barry's. No, no, no. Big tasty has the freshest, of them all, you know. So his name I is hope... Barry. The other guy is Gary. I don't remember what the rest of the rap was. <laughs> no one. I mean, he came up with Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, so hands down, we know we've got someone with with fresh beats up and up up and sleek. So he's got no private parts. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest rap of all time, I think. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, I hope that was just a little tease of, of more to come. Maybe they start their own Tasty Boys. That would be cool. I mean, those guys are probably more musically talented than the than the actual JPP. Although, I will say, Judah Maccabee Dinosaur Hunter is a masterpiece. <laughs> that is a regular on the Hanukkah playlist in my family. <laughs> um, yeah, so hopefully more Gary. Barry and Barry, the dynamic duo. And uh, so, so Barry, I, I, what do you think his first year is going to be like? Uh, there's an upcoming episode, Animal House, where he rushes for which, fraternity. Which, as you noted on Twitter, will have actual Animal House cast members. 
Uh, both both I'm Hoover so and Otter. Otter, of course, played by the great Tim Matheson, who also mm-hmm. directs a lot of TV. I wonder if he's directing any episodes of The Goldbergs. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen his IMDb credits in a while. I love him. I love him. You know, like, he's the reason why Brady Bunch 2 is better than Brady Bunch 1 in the movies. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen those movies. but I've seen all the movies. I can't remember. I only know by, like, theme. I can't tell you which one was, like, one or two, you know? But I remember the Hawaii, the one where they go on vacation to Hawaii. And... Yeah, that's that's that one. That's the second one. That's oh that. yeah, there you go. That so, was the best. So since we've been talking about the directors of the show, he has not directed the Goldbergs, as far as I can tell. But he he was of course one of the main characters on Heart of Dixie and directed eight episodes of that show. When Heart of Dixie is a big one for us because it stars the great Rachel Bilson. And yeah. he, he also directed. He directed Psych. He directed three <gasps> episodes of Psych. Oh my God. Ugh. Well, this guy has talent. All episodes of Psych are excellent pieces of comedic um, talent. His TV TV direction actually goes all the way back to St. Elsewhere. I mean, by 84, he'd already been in Animal House. That's wild. Yeah, Yeah, so Barry, it seems like Barry's going to really live it up for college, which I could not be more excited for. I really couldn't. well, the thing about college, right, is there's so many different groups Avenues. and people that you yeah. can, right? College can be horrific, or it can also be, or it can also be a, a place where you find yourself and you find like so, your niche because it's a bigger pool and people are just a little more chill. So what I find with college is you either loved it so much you wish it could just last forever, or it was meh. Not that you hated it, but it was just meh because you didn't really fully experience college. I've never met someone that like lived in dorms or rushed or, you know, well, I haven't done any of the things you're talking about. Really? Yeah. I lived. So I went and, I went to college. college? I, I was like Eric, I was like Erica and Barry. I went to college in the town I grew up in. I lived at home for the first year. Then I moved out with my best friend. Um, my my equivalent of the JTP, and we lived in like a hilariously dirty apartment for three years, and it was amazing. But when it was over, I was I was fine with it being over. It was time for the new. I don't I don't get I don't wish I was in old sections of my life. It's like a weird thing. I have tons of nostalgia. I have a I have an actual bumblebee like toy sitting by my microphone right now. That is my bumblebee toy from when I was a kid. But I you know. Uh, college was over. It was it was fine with me that it was over. So maybe maybe I fall into your meh category, or maybe because I went to a college in Canada, it's just different exchange rate. <laughs> huh. Okay. So then there you go. I just I I think if you really for Barry, he struggled with friends for a while, and then the JTP came. I mean, within the shows parameters they didn't come till season two right so yeah um you know and he found his niche his niche there with the jtp but he still struggled with you know sports teams and being popular in general which is what he wants um and i think with college he's gonna find people like gary that's gonna make his college experience really awesome and i think i think it's time for Barry to get some wins. He didn't get a win last year with 
breaking up with with Wayne. Oh, he had a tough year. He had a tough year last year, and like he also tried uh, to get married. I think, yeah, I think he's got to sort of. <laughs> he needs to. He needs to take a step back, breathe in, breathe out, and just like really fully immerse himself in the now, in college, in you know. I hope he gets a win with this fraternity. I hope he finds a frat that you know loves to rap and freestyle and turntables and all that jazz and i'm sure there's a frat out there i also want to see him maybe join the hillel what's that oh the hillel is the jewish like association on campus okay (laughs) maybe maybe you know i always look to aaron sander to to throw in the jewish stuff so you know if he was if he was if he was in college he probably went to a few hillel events maybe a shabbos dinner do you see Barry as someone that like embraces um, Judaism? I I don't know. I think that I my, I suspect I suspect like in I you know because it's a show that has to be applicable to lots of people, so mm-hmm. they don't do like they don't do what they do on Mrs. Maisel where they almost do it to the point of caricature the Jewish things. Um, but I, I, I suspect there was probably a little more Jewish tradition in their life just by just by tweeting back and forth with the real life Mrs. G, like the recipes that she makes and on the holidays she always sends out messages for like the various Jewish holidays. So I suspect they probably did more and participated in more than is shown in the show, which is that usually only shown in the Hanukkah episode. Right. right? So that's that is what I suspect. But I, I mean, I wish if I, you know, if we had Adam or real life Barry here right now, I'd want to know if they like hung out at Hillel. I didn't hang out. I mean, I didn't really do it, but I, you know, I'm just curious. So, yeah, so we have that for Barry. Um, I think Bev and Murray are both going to struggle with, you know, almost empty nester syndrome and clinging too hard to Adam. I think that's going to be their journey this year. Um and, you know, I, I, I hope in line with that journey, they, they bring back the Bevolution. And she kind of tries to find something outside. So, I'm going to suggest that she is also Bevolved because she was actually trying to get them into their dorms. That's true. She That's was convinced true. that maybe she subconsciously ruined <laughs> it, but it was really Murray. So I think we, you know, we it would be fun to get back to the Bevolution, but I also don't want to negate the progress that was made in the Bevolution. I don't want to take that away from Beverly. Yeah, that's true. She, she could right. have been a lawyer. You're right. So, yeah, as always, I'm excited to, to go on this journey with our favorite family. Um, oh, they're the best. They are the best. They are the best. You know, funny and heartwarming. Who would have thought, like, season one that we would be crying at the end of every episode you know like just these gut these gut punches oh yeah are so earned and at this point you know we're all family and it just i can feel it i can feel it i think if you want to go seven seasons and not be like one of those nihilistic comedies like always sunny which i love you know the league i love but if you're not going to go the nihilistic comedy direction and you're going to go on for seven seasons you have to have heart i agree i agree um 
So yeah, another solid episode. Uh, and another solid episode of Schooled, who also had, which also had a lot of heart in it. Um, Schooled with Miller is and Laney. killing it in season yeah. two. Loving season two. And what? and my, my sisters, who who have been watching it as well, agree. They have said, Becky has said multiple times, wow, season two is really good this year. Um, so Lainey is still with Barry, praise be. Every time she's on the phone with Barry or mentions Barry, my heart warms, you know, it melts a little bit because as you know, I I love them so much. (laughs) I love that. And there's so much funny to be done with that and not put us through the ringer of relationship nonsense. Correct. This is exactly what I said that they could do. Um, it, it just took time. You don't need Barry to be in the series for them to be together. Right, because you also know Barry. So you could just call him like a sweat monster and everyone gets it. Right. And they are a couple that's a couple when they're not a couple. So trying the long distance thing, I know will work for them. Because they're just so lost for each other. And I love the reference to like their summer vacation together. Like they're making it work. Yeah. Clearly, you know, she's off from school in the summer, so she went to Michigan to be with him. There it is. It's that simple. And we don't need to see it on screen to feel it, to feel their love, to know it, to know it happened. That's the point of uh, TV leaving a little for imagination. And we can build out what they did, you know, Barry and Lainey's summer tour of love that they never got to do when she left for college the first time. So I'm here for it. And so, you know, Meller wants to find his lobster like Lainey found hers. I totally get it. I think this is his journey for the year. I think he's going to continue trying to find someone. Uh, and I I hope he... I, I, I want this to be a season-long arc. I don't want it to become too quickly. Because um, I, I love Miller so much, and I think he is like the MVP of the show. I think he has the perfect balance of comedy and sincerity. Brian Callen is fantastic, and he needs the appropriate queen for Meller, which for at one point we were led to believe was going to be Susan Cinnamon, which I'm glad they also, they didn't leave that completely in the wind. They gave us an epilogue on that, which was a hilarious epilogue. Which was which was yeah. Anna Gasteyer as Susan Cinnamon yeah. not remembering Coach Meller and thinking that Craig T. Nelson was coming. <laughs> which is also so perfectly 90s. There were actually three great... I don't know, maybe you caught more. Um, but, but there were three amazing 90s TV era pull, like, references that I thought were, were schooled going to the next level by going into those deeper level references and not just doing sort of more obvious 90s stuff because they name-checked Coach, Suddenly Susan, and Wings. Yes. Which, I don't know if you remember those shows, but I, I remember... I watched Coach. I watched Coach with my dad. Um, that was a great show. Craig T. Nelson. Oh, man. That guy's good. And they I'm were at Michigan, right? Like that show took place at Michigan? Yeah. 
Yeah. He's great. Oh, no, Minnesota State. It just, uh, it just looked like Michigan. It just looked same, like same, Michigan. Same, 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 same. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what do you think? Do you think it'll be, you know, an every week type of thing? Or they'll mention it in passing? I think it'll, it'll like, weave in. I think it'll weave in and out. I think it'll okay. be something like the Bevolution, or Jeff and Erica, where like you won't see it every episode, and then it'll come up, and they'll remind you this is a key theme. But they have to. They have to have cast the right person. I mean, the lady who was at the end of the episode seemed nice, and I would she did. Accept, you know, like, I have nothing against her. But if Meller's going to have someone, it's got to be someone formidable. I don't want it to be some imaginary person. I want it to be someone that he's meant to be with. Agreed. And I don't. It, I don't want this to come easy. I don't want it to be like this girl he just met in that episode is gonna. He's gonna start dating her long term, and that's his soulmate. No, that's too easy. I want to go on this journey with him. Because I love emotional coach. I love when he flexes the biggest muscle in his body. I agree. I agree. Um, and when he like, he put Lainey as his emergency contact. Oh. Uh, that on it shed a tear i shed a tear that was a good moment and it was just didn't require a lot you know it didn't require a lot of speaking just showed her the piece of paper and you know that was enough so i really you know, i'm i'm excited for laney and miller to have to be the central team up now one thing i'm really enjoying is i feel and i don't know if they'll keep doing this but i am enjoying the miller the miller laney chemistry me and too. CB Glasscott chemistry are fantastic. I the, agree. The Glasscott CB like <laughs> super sensitive guys who reinforce each other's like weird tendencies, like they they get each other, mm-hmm. is 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 a great thing that I hope that they continue to lean in on. Yeah, I think they are. I think you know it's two episodes in. We've both had we've had that team up. I mean, Miller is uh, is Lane's mentor. So he's not done mentoring her. So I suspect many team ups this season, which I could not be happier about. So I think that's the the team up, the team up to beat, and kind of the season arc. And and shout out to Wilma. (laughs) Yes, shout out to Wilma. Um, So yeah, another great episode of Schooled. like I said, I, I is the, I'm not sure if the Animal House episode is this week or if it's next week for Goldbergs. Um, I haven't seen much on what, what this week holds. I think for is either. next week the cast the Cheers cast reunion one. You're right. They... This 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 week is so it's Cheers cast reunion. We get Jeff Schwartz trying to Food in figure a out his life. Yeah, <laughs> I can't Food wait. Food a Jesse. Yeah, so we get cheers this this uh, this week, and, and then schooled next week is the rootying of Toby Murphy, and <laughs> Rudy is just right. One of my all time favorites. One of my all time favorites. I think I uh, when I was in kindergarten, I brought that VHS as my show and tell for kindergarten. I loved it so much. It's a transcendent the movie, movie. It's a yeah. transcendent movie. Um. But yeah, I think 
I think that's it for this week. I'm excited for for the episodes coming up. Um, in the meantime, Shy, where can we find you for for all things pancake? You can find me at pancake and the number four table pancake four table on twitter and instagram and on the friday night movie podcast every week awesome and i'm long you can find me at pk prime 12 on instagram and twitter and this has been another gold nerds podcast you can find all gold nerds related stuff on twitter at the gold nerds instagram at gold nerds um or the gold nerds.com and uh jtp out hold on for one more day <laughs> Please do, guys. Hold on uh, and hold out for another episode of Goldbergs and Schooled on the Goldverse, as we like to say. Later. Bye. Have a summer. <laughs> Have a summer. Oh, I got you to say it. <laughs>